Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Moms Podcast. I'm Diane. I'm a mother of three living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. How are our clothes connected to confidence and how is our clothing correlated? Joining me today is personal stylist Carrie Blair. Carrie and her team are known as a secret weapon and are trusted advisors to their extensive clientele across the country. She has over 20 years of experience styling executives and high-profile clients, drawing upon her experience in some of the world's most dynamic and beautiful cities, including New York, Los Angeles, Paris, and Milan. Carrie's mission is to assist her clients in embracing their appearance every day. By empowering individuals to appreciate their appearance and feel self-assured, content, and genuine on a daily basis, Carrie aims to enable them to unlock their potential for a fulfilling life. So in today's conversation, we'll discuss the correlation again between confidence and style, the importance of a strong first impression, our opinions on capsule wardrobes, and more. As for my minimalist resource this week, I want to point out a few past episodes of the Minimalist Moms podcast that you may miss that are in a similar realm as this conversation I'm having with Carrie today. So the first one is a recent one, episode 269, Mindset Matters Before You Enter Your Closet with my guest, Jamie Baker. I also want to point out episode 238, it's Quality Over Quantity, Curating Your Closet and Embracing the Outfit Repeat with Christy Sumer. And then another one, episode 195, Feeling Confident in Your Capsule Wardrobe with Kim Hancher. And then if you're looking to declutter your wardrobe, episode 143, Decluttering Our Closets, it's in the Room by Room series. And that was with my guest, Emily Usanio. I also want to point out if you're interested in minimizing your child's wardrobe, check out episode 164 with Rochelle Crawford. And then lastly, if you want a simpler approach to body image, check out my conversation with Elizabeth Dahl. To find any of these episodes, just type in the guest name plus Minimalist Moms podcast in Spotify or iTunes, but I'll be sure to link all of these in the show notes for easy access if you want to deep dive a little bit more on this conversation. I also did want to say, you'll see as the conversation evolves with Carrie, that there were some things I was unsure about as we were processing them together. And I always want to leave the conversation as authentic and honest as it was when we were having it and not edit too much out. And with anything that's ever discussed on the show, my goal is to encourage you, to challenge you, and to maybe point out things that you hadn't thought about before. So with that said, let's get into this episode with Carrie Blair. Carrie, thanks so much for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you. I'm excited to chat with you today, too. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners, and then we'll get started with our conversation, which I'm so excited. I feel like this was listener-led because I had polled people on Instagram about what they wanted to hear from you. So I can't wait to get there, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself first? Okay, perfect. So I'm Carrie Blair, and I own a business called The Style Studio. And I've been a personal stylist for over 20 years to CEOs, corporate execs, people running for government office, and moms. And recently I went online and now we're getting it out to more everyday people, which I'm so excited about. So that's a little bit about me. And I'm a mom to a 10-year-old and I love being a mom. And it's so I, I feel like I created the perfect life for me. What prompted you to get into this business? Was there a moment that you were like, oh, this makes sense of why I'm going to help people in this way? 
I don't know, maybe it was 23 years ago or so, I was in corporate sales and I would travel the country and I would get super burned out and I would take a break and go work at Nordstrom for a little bit. And then I would go back into corporate sales, get burned out and go back into, I would uh, go work at Neiman Marcus for a little bit. And A, I learned a couple of things when I was in sales. I learned that you can't dress the same way in New York as you do in Dallas if you want to be listened to as a sales professional. And so I, so I was aware of that, like, oh, I have to present myself differently and still be authentic to myself. And then when I would take a break and go work at these stores, I realized how much people didn't love the way that they looked and how much it was impacting their lives. And I realized that them tugging on their clothes and not feeling great about themselves uh, really was taken away from the quality of their life. And then meanwhile, at the same time, I was leading personal development seminars for over 10 years. So I understood how the human mind worked. I had this epiphany one day and I went, wait, if people loved the way that they looked every day and it wasn't a thing, they could accomplish more. They could make more money. They could meet the love of their life. They could have, you know, just love their life. And so I created it. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And you have something that you call the style confidence connection. So I want to talk about that and why our style and confidence, actually, they both, I feel like influence one another. We they can't do. talk about the other. But I also, at the end of you talking about this, I want to know why this applies to not necessarily minimalism, but why I have you as a guest on my show, how it applies to living intentionally, living simply. So why don't you go ahead and describe again that style confidence connection, and then we'll talk about that latter part. Sure. Absolutely. So I think the most important thing that we could think about or deal with is how we feel about ourselves when we first wake up. So we wake up and we have our morning routine. For me, it's meditating and alone time before I get my daughter ready for school and start my workday. For other people, it might be jumping in, right? And jumping in the shower right away and rushing around, or maybe you just jump into getting your kids ready. But that one of the first things that we all do that we all have in common is we go to our closets. That determines the rest of our day. And for most people, that's not a positive experience. So whether you work on yourself and you get yourself revved up for the day and you say your positive affirmations or whatever you do, when you go into your closet and you look around and you don't love what you see, that impacts your confidence level. So instantly you go to negative self-talk, right? So you say like, oh, I'm too fat for that. That doesn't fit. That's old. I don't look good in anything. So that takes your confidence down the drain. And then you have to work really, really hard with whatever you do to build yourself up to make a positive impact on that day. And so That's how the style confidence connection is so important. So imagine if you went into your closet and you loved what you saw and whatever you put on, you knew that you felt great. And I don't care if you're wearing athleisure or if you're wearing a suit or a dress, like I don't care how dressy it is, as long as you feel amazing in it. And if you feel amazing in it, that impacts your entire day. And then if we could get to how that connects with what you're passionate about, the minimalist, most women only wear 25% of what's in their closet. But yet we have this closet full of stuff and you don't realize you don't like it anyways. 
but you're threatened to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you were able to let it go and just be true to yourself and create a unique style that fits you and you walk into your closet and you have fewer things, but it was easy to get dressed and you knew no matter what you picked, you were going to nail it that day, then your confidence would go up and you'd accomplish more. Have you heard of capsule wardrobes? Yep. Okay. What is your opinion on them? I don't really love them. What's That's your my I don't, honest I don't do it either. I don't do it either as a minimal. No. I, I, I love clothes. I'm okay with the variety. I have a few colors. Yeah. I usually stay within the same realm so I can mix and match well. But That's smart. I usually just say I'm only going to have a certain amount of hangers. And then once those are filled up, it's one in, one out. I think the most important thing is that you love what you what is in there. Creating your signature style is the most important thing that you can do. And making sure that everything in your wardrobe fits your signature style, that's the most important thing, no matter how many pieces you want. So maybe you want 20, 30 pieces. Maybe you want 100 pieces. It needs to match your signature style, which will create a whole lot of ease in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I want to go back to that style confidence yeah. connection. And you say that you can grow it exponentially. How do we do this? So the first thing you start with is creating your signature style. And I go really, really in depth on this, but in a simple way, you would sit down and look at what do you want your first impression to be? Or what do you want your brand to be? What are the three to five adjectives that would best describe you or who you are now or the person you want to become, okay? So you write those things down and then you start creating that look. So what would someone with those adjectives, what would they look like? What would they love? And then go through your closet and look to see, do things in your closet match that or do they not? And if they don't, be willing to let it go. We're all so attached. It's so interesting to me. I believe that who we are for ourselves is all wrapped up in how we look. And so we get attached to our clothing. That is me. No, it's not. It's a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, that's not you. That's a dress. You're willing to let those things that don't serve you go. Then you can create things that really do fulfill on you, which will increase your confidence exponentially. You keep using this word unbelievable. We want to feel unbelievable. What does that mean? What does that mean for you? I would ask people what that means for them because it means something different for every single person. For me, when I get dressed in the morning and I'm just like everyone else, right? I go into my closet and I love my wardrobe. However, I have days where I'm like, oh my God, I want to burn everything in here. Like, <laughs> right? We all have those days. Or you try on five different things and you're like, oh, dear Lord, help me find the right outfit. So feeling unbelievable it differs from day to day and it differs on what you're doing. But essentially what it means at the end of the day for me is that when I'm dressed and I go look in a mirror, I feel good. I feel like I can conquer the day. I'm not going to fuss on how I look. I'm not going to walk by a mirror and go, oh, 
I, this was a bad choice today. I'm not going to show up to lunch with my girlfriends and feel like they look so much better than me. I'm not going to go to a neighbor's house and have to apologize for how I look, which I find so often with women. I mean, I can't even tell you how I many times. I did it before we got on the call. I was like, I did. Sorry. Well, to be fair, I just went on a run. And so I'm in a sports bra and a hat. And yeah. I, did, I didn't put on makeup today. But Usually I'm feeling confident in what I have because I've yeah. whittled it down to the things that I love that I do know that fit my body. I don't want to own things or spend money on things that aren't the best fit for me. That, that would yeah. seem silly. But we buy these things from Target or we buy these things that we hope will look good on us because they look good on our friends. But we like them because they're stylish or something. That is, oh my gosh. We all problem. fall prey to that. Even me. So I'll be, this is hilarious, but I'll be styling a client and I'll put something on them and I'll think, oh my gosh, I love that so much. I'm buying that for me. And I buy it and it's terrible. It doesn't match my personality. It doesn't fit my body, what have you. So it even happens to me. And we do that with friends, like you were saying, right? We say, oh my gosh, you look amazing in that. The other thing is, is that our friends do that to us. Everybody loves to go shopping with their girlfriends and get their opinion, except for most of the time they're telling you, you look great and you might not, right? So that's most of what I get rid of in people's closets when I'm helping them purge is things other people talk to them into. Again, going back to how do you feel in it? Do you love it? Does it boost your confidence level? If it doesn't, don't let someone talk you into it. Yeah. Well, and everyone's body is different. I'm 5'11". And so it's not good for me to wear rompers. They're usually going to be too short. (laughs) I don't feel like they make... Actually, I just I discovered a brand. It's called American Tall. And I think it is for women 5'10 and to to 6'. Oh, great. So I'm going to be more confident if I have something that fits my torso, that fits my long legs. But the grass is always greener. That's why I like talking to people like you that are so intentional about helping women, um, I guess, just being intentional with their own wardrobe. And love the way that they look. That's the most important thing to me is I'm on a mission in life to empower women to love themselves. Yeah. Because I don't think that they do nearly as much as they should. Like we'll give all of our time and attention to everyone in our lives come first, right? Our husbands, our children, our significant others, or our jobs, everything comes first and then we're last. And then we wonder why we're depleted and don't feel great. And so my thing is, is start with you. That doesn't mean be selfish, but it's also okay to be a little selfish. But imagine how much more you'd have to give if you started the day loving the way you looked, then you'd be more available to people. You'd have more to give. And so I think that is so important. And I really do want to empower women to feel great because every time a woman apologizes about how she looks, it hurts me. (laughs) I'm like... Why, why do you need to apologize? Why not just do something different? Mm -hmm. Right. So what if you didn't have to apologize? What if you could just in the morning feel good? Whether you have workout clothes on or whether you have your athleisure wear on or your work outfit, but I want you to feel great about who you are because you're amazing and you're beautiful. And I really do believe that about all women. Well, I also think this. So I've come to a piece about. I'm 30, almost 35. And I have a piece of some days I look like I do today. I don't look the best, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, some days I can look great. 
And so because I know that I can put a ton of effort in and I can feel that great. And maybe I'm I'm contradicting what you're saying, but I have a piece about the days where I don't look my best because I'm like, whatever, I look like that, but I also look like this. And so I don't have to look perfect, quote unquote, every day because no one looks perfect every day. I guess you're talking more about a feeling. Yeah. It's not about perfection. In fact, I just did a podcast episode on it last week. Like it's not about perfection. Uh It's about feeling good. So what if you could feel good no matter if you're in your workout clothes or not? Like what if you felt super cute in your workout clothes? So you're like, yeah, this is me being cute in my workout clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then there doesn't have to be a, well, I clean up well, or you know what I mean? You could feel good in no matter what. I think I just have a pimple on my chin, so I'm not feeling the best today. <laughs> I totally I don't think, get I don't, that. I don't think that's going to – emotion is going to go away. But I get I, I get, totally that. get what you're saying. So the other thing that people wanted me to ask you about was first impressions. And I do think a lot of what you're talking about has to – it plays a role in our first impression of people. I, I made an impact on you when we first got on this call. It might not have been the best, but that's something to think about. We are communicating that confidence or lack thereof with one another. What is that leaving the person saying? Because I can't remember the amount of time, but it's It's like like less than three seconds. Okay. I thought it was something very quick. That person's initial impression, and that's really hard to break. And again, I'm not saying the clothes makes a person, but that confidence that you're talking about does. Mm -hmm. What is the the correlation between the the clothing and the first impression being amazing? So the clothing makes the first impression as much as you do. If you're the most amazing human being alive and you have a crappy clothes, your first impression is not going to be great. I use this, okay, this may not be great, but I use this analogy all the time, this story. Imagine if you're at a party. Imagine you're a single girl at a party. Let's say that. So I'm at a networking event or at a party and I see this guy across the room and he's has a pocket square. And he, or did I just date myself by saying pocket square? Do people even do that anymore? Anyways, he looks like a total nerd and I see him from across the room and I have an instant reaction and maybe it looks something like I have nothing in common with that guy. I don't need to talk to him. So I go about the whole night and I never talk to that guy which we do all the time, by the way. We're making these split second decisions like I have something in common, I don't. I like them, I don't, I whatever. And then at the end of the night, my best friend introduces me to him and we get to talking and he is hysterical. He's like the funniest guy I've ever met and we become fast friends and I love hanging out with him. So the problem is, is that his look didn't represent who he really is. So he turned me away by his look mm-hmm. in this hypothetical situation that happens every day to people. So if he had taken, if he, if we, <laughs> right, if we take control, three seconds, it's hard to smile. It's hard to shake a hand. It's hard to laugh. It's hard to do anything in three seconds. But if we can take control of what people know about us in those first three seconds by designing our first impression or our signature style, then we can attract more of what we want in life. So if your brand, your first impression matches Mm -hmm. who you really are on the inside, Mm -hmm. so having the essence of who you are on the inside shine through through the outside, then people get who you are. There's no mismatch like the guy at the party. And that's real power in life. So again, it's not about being perfect. It's not about not having athletic wear on. Mm-hmm. Have your cutest athletic wear, like whatever represents you, but that will gain your confidence and have you start attracting what you really want in life. I, um, okay. 
I'm going to play devil's advocate. I may Please. edit this out. As a podcaster, as someone putting out content, there's always going to be the pushback to anything that I say, anything that my guests say. And I think that there are going to be listeners that hear you say that and think, well, that's superficial. We're judging yep. people by their appearance. But I'm I'm going through my own head and I'm like, Diane, you have done that because when you see people in their pajamas in public, you get frustrated. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. I love it. That is awesome. Everyone okay. has that thought. And everyone thinks that style is superficial and it absolutely is not. And okay. you are absolutely judging people on a subconscious level. And if you say you're not, you are lying. It used to be back 20 years ago when I started this, when you would say like, how long do you have to make a first impression? It would be like minutes, right? Life isn't what it was 20 years ago. We yeah. have to make decisions so fast. I mean, I watched 20-year-olds scroll the internet, like scroll Instagram or TikTok. And I'm like, how did they even see anything on that page? They're going so fast. So our minds are going that fast and we have to make quick decisions. And I'm not saying that people are making mean decisions like, oh my gosh, they look like a slob. I don't think they're making judgments being mean, mm -hmm. but for sure you're making a judgment of whether or not there's someone you want to be around if you want to get to know them, if they have value in your life, you are making those decisions, just like you are making those decisions if you see a commercial on TV. Instantly, you're like, yes, that's for me. No, that's not for me. And you move on. So it's not meant to be mean. And it's definitely not superficial. No, I, I love that you said that. Oh, I always just have to check myself when I'm starting to yeah. play that again. I feel like I play devil's advocate all the time now because of just pushback, have, having done this for so long at this point, yeah. you always hear the opinions on both sides of things. Yeah. But if I'm honest with myself, it's I, I do have those thoughts when I see people in their pajamas. That's probably yeah. the number one thing. I do think it says something. I know we're tired and I know there's probably many reasons, but I also want this podcast to be an, a way to encourage people and be direct with them and to push them. I yeah. want to push people because a lot of what I talk about is hard. It's, I always say this. It's simple. It's not easy. Right. But yeah. I think it does push us out of our comfort zone to say, how do we feel our best today? And, and maybe a lot of us don't want to face the reality that we don't ever feel right. that way. And so just to comment on what you were saying about people yeah. wearing pajamas. Sure. I don't judge people for wearing pajamas. I'm always like, you be you, like <laughs> yeah. whatever that looks like. But if you want to feel great and you want to have more confidence and you want to accomplish more in life, that's when this applies. If you don't, then don't worry about it. You know, I talked to this woman who was considering hiring me once, and um, she had gained a bunch of weight during the pandemic, didn't feel great about herself, stopped wearing makeup, her confidence level was down, and she just wanted a couple outfits for an interview. And I was like, that's not your problem. It's not a couple interview outfits. Like, your confidence level has gone down, and I can help your confidence go up, which will have you get a way better job than you're going to otherwise. And it broke my heart, but she said no. And I was like, I have to respect that, that she's okay with where she's at right now. And that's okay. I'm not gonna judge her for not doing that. I wish she would want to feel great about herself, but we can only help the people that wanna be helped. You can't help people that aren't committed to it. So there are, you know, there's moms um, that my daughter's friends with. And every time I see them, they apologize for how they looked. I tell them every time I see them, it's you can look however you want. 
but if you want to look better, you should do that. You don't have to apologize. Like, if this is how you look, just own it. Just own that that's the way you're going to look until you decide to change your mind. I think there is just this apprehension with some of the things you and I are talking about. There's some sensitivities right now in our cultures where I think people don't want to feel like there's a connection there. I want this podcast to always be a motivating a motivator for people to change behaviors, habits, and their lifestyle. So I think this was awesome. Did you have anything else you wanted to say to encourage listeners, though, before we wrap this up? Well, if you are someone, if you are a lady who really does want to work on your confidence level, I I can help you if that's something you're interested in. I have plenty of YouTube videos, but I have a podcast called Style Your Dreams with Carrie Blair that has some great tips. And I also have an online course to navigate it for yourself. If that's something you want to do, it's called Your Curated Style. And we're about to do some Facebook Lives. So you could go there and find out more about them. Or you could follow me on Instagram at The Style Studio by KB. Perfect. Well, quickly, I always ask my guests two rapid fire questions. I didn't prompt you for these, but we'll see what your answer is. <laughs> okay. So I always ask the first question, okay. what has been a beneficial resource in your life that you want to share with the listeners? And this can be a documentary, a book, um, a podcast, anything. And it doesn't have to do with what we're talking about today. It could be anything that has had a profound impact in your life. Um, there's so much. So I'm a big um, self-help transformational junkie. So there are so many podcasts and books I've listened to and read. So there's so much I could say. And then I learned to do Reiki. So I'm a Reiki master. And I would say that is probably the most impactful thing. And I don't do it on others. I do it on myself, maybe my family from time to time. But that, you know, working with energy Mm -hmm. is one of the most impactful things in my life. That would be my answer. Do you have a resource to where people could look into Reiki a bit more if they aren't familiar? I'm I'm somewhat familiar with it, but I don't know. I don't. I would just Google it. There might okay. be somebody in your area, but if you have blocks, there's plenty of Reiki masters out there that can work on you to remove blocks and just, and all Reiki is, I know some people have misconceptions of it. All it is, is movement of energy. That's okay. all it is. And so it's, for me, it's great at the end of, you know, each day we carry energy from that day with us into the next day. So it's a way for me to let go of anything and create the new day in the vibe that I want and and to accomplish my goals. Okay. Well, I will be Googling this once we get off here. Okay, good. All right. My last question for you, and then you can go, is what is something you can't stop talking about? empowering women to feel gorgeous about themselves. Literally, that is something I cannot stop talking about. So it's not a job for me. You know, I designed this business because I never wanted to feel like I worked. Like I didn't want to feel like I worked a day in my life and it doesn't feel like I do. So so empowering women to love the way that they look is something I can't stop talking about. (laughs) No, well, I'm glad that you can't because this was a great interview and I appreciate you today. Thank you. It's so great to meet you. And thanks for having me on. I really hope this made a difference for your listeners. What did you think of the episode? I hope you enjoyed the conversation. 
To learn more about today's guest, including links, resources related to everything discussed today, visit the episode page at minimalistmomspodcast.com, where you can find the entire podcast archive, as well as my book, Minimalist Moms Living and Parenting with Simplicity, or other ways to connect or work with me online. If you'd like to support the podcast, the easiest and most impactful thing you can do is subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and leave a rating or review of your favorite episode. Lastly, sharing the show or your favorite episode with friends on social media is very helpful and will encourage others on their journey to think more and do with less.